This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, June 26, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Just because it's been found constitutional, that doesn't make it a good policy. Portions of an Arizona immigration law patterned after federal law have been thrown out, but the most controversial provision remains. Ilya Shapiro, senior fellow in constitutional studies at the Cato Institute, offers his thoughts. The most controversial aspect of this uh, SB 1070 was upheld. Much of it was thrown out. What did the majority say? Yeah, there were a lot of ironies here. Um, I mean, first of all, you have to understand that most of SB 1070 uh, wasn't even taken up by the court. It's been in effect since July 2010, and it's there. And now the most controversial one, as you said, which is the provision that uh, when police stop somebody uh, lawfully and then they have probable cause to suspect that they're in the country illegally, they're required to check their, verify their immigration status. Uh, and uh, the court threw out the government's argument of effectively preemption by executive whim. That is, just because of a resource allocation uh, decision or, or a prosecutorial discretion type of uh, uh, decision, uh, the, the federal government wanted to, the Obama administration wanted to preempt the state law on that grounds. The court said, no, this doesn't conflict with any federal law. They're just uh, cooperating as the, the law intended. and. Uh, Arizona can direct its officers to do this sort of thing. So that was upheld. The other three provisions that were at issue uh, were struck down or, or found to be preempted. Uh, and there was some dissent on this. There, there was five to three on two of them and uh, six to two on another one. So there's one provision about alien registration laws, federal law that aliens have to register in certain ways, and Arizona made that a crime to violate that federal registration law. Uh, well, the majority said that the, you can't do that. The, the federal government set up the entire scheme. You can't add extra state penalties, even if there's no other elements that need to be proven other than violating the federal law. Um, I think that, that one, I probably disagree with that one. Um, I mean, that, that could go either way. Uh, Justice Alito agreed with that one, so that, was, that one was the 6-2. Uh, and then there was another one about um, uh, fining employees or filing illegal aliens who sought employment uh, or were independent contractors. Um, I agree with, uh, with that because Congress did set out a comprehensive scheme of employment regulation relating to aliens, uh, only punishing the employers, not the employees. And finally, the provision about police uh, being allowed uh, without a warrant to arrest people they think are, have committed deportable offenses. So unlike the first provision that was upheld, they haven't already stopped them for speeding or drugs or whatever else. They just think that they've committed something deportable. They see someone committing a murder, and, and I suppose in addition to arresting them for murder, they arrest them for a deportable offense. Court said, no, the local cops aren't trained in that. That's only for federal officials, so we'll strike it down. But look, it's a very technical uh, opinion. Rather than get lost in the legal weeds, what we really need to see here is that uh, neither state action nor federal executive uh, policymaking uh, can reform the immigration system in this country. That sort of thing has to come uh, from federal law, from Congress and the president getting together into some sort of grand compromise that will put together uh, 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 provisions that benefit both highly skilled and unskilled, a DREAM Act with a green card stapled onto everyone's doctorate and, and, and all the rest of it. These sorts of piecemeal stopgap approaches, whether by the president or the state, some of them are constitutional, some are not, but it really is nibbling around the edges of what the real issues are. Several other states have similar uh, laws uh, patterned after Arizona. What happens now? Well, uh, as I said, only four of Arizona's laws ever 
reach the Supreme Court. So those that are patterned or, or mirror Arizona's law will accordingly be upheld or struck down. Uh, a lot of these cases are have been held in abeyance pending the action uh, of the Supreme Court. But there are a lot of laws in Georgia, South Carolina, Alabama that uh, add stuff to what Arizona was doing. To the extent that they create new kind of regulations that are more of the immigration ilk than purely local crime or, or business regulation, uh, I think they're on shaky legal ground. But to the extent that they followed Arizona and uh, simply said that, look, there's no federal law directly in conflict, the federal government has not legislated in this area, you're free to do so. Those will be upheld. But there, this isn't the, uh, the end of this sort of litigation, but, and it's certainly not the end of the discussion. Well, one thing that we know for sure is that immigration will certainly play uh, a large role in the election campaign this summer and fall. And hopefully, uh, under the next uh, administration with the new Congress, we can have some sort of uh, comprehensive reform. Some people have cast this as largely a victory for the Obama administration. It's a mixed bag. I mean, both sides are going to spin this uh, as, you know, Arizona is going to say, well, the most controversial, the most practically in effect one is the one that, that we got upheld, and the rest of it has already been in effect. And the U.S. government will say, as you said, that, uh, well, we won on three or four. Uh, it's a mixed bag, and it shows that in this very technical area, whenever you're dealing with preemption, be it immigration or product liability, the court is going to go line by line parsing the statutory text and really seeing whether there's a conflict there. Ilya Shapiro is a senior fellow in constitutional studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.